When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Izzy Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ, but uh, something's missing, Rick Dalk, something's missing, what's yeah. missing? Well, it's a, it's, it's a large piece of kit that used to run around in a number six jersey for Newcastle's what's missing, mate, large <laughs> yes. piece of kit. <laughs> Do you know where he is? He's probably awake listening, yeah, not I, him. Well, he messaged me at two minutes to midnight last night. So, I don't know if he will be awake just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> He's enjoyed his rest time as Kempe. Kempe's gone away for a couple of days. He'll be back next week. I think he's gone to Australia to catch up with uh, his Newcastle Fano over there. And I think he's going to do some mediation work with uh, Andrew Johns and Matty Johns as well. I think he might go have a little bit of an intervention over there, uh, Rick Dog. Yeah, well, we had a we had a meeting yesterday, uh, an online meeting with the bosses over in Australia and some of our other uh, cohorts at SEN over in Australia. You know, exchange of ideas, talk about what we're doing, and yeah, they they talked about that, didn't they? About about how the argument between Matty Johns and Joey Johns and uh, Kempy did offer to go over and I quote slap them both. It's crazy. It's it's blowing up over there, isn't it? Not Matty Johns, Andrew Johns, and the whole situation. I think Craig Hutchinson, our boss, the big boss, has had to step in and try and do some mediation there, get them talking again. But I guess when you room together for nineteen years, I was I was reading, um, you you just have these. These are just a norm, isn't it? This is the norm between those two. It all started from just a. A little bit of a dig at uh, Billy Slater's coaching style and Queensland have got them, you know, by the scruff of their neck, in which they have. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Joey Johns has had us sulked and gone. It's just gone on and on. Oh, mate, yeah. I mean, to be honest, when I, when I first heard about it, I was just like, oh, this is just one of those things sometimes that happens where they just blow it up a little bit just to get a bit of media attention. No. <laughs> no. It's brothers going at it. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah, it's a, I tell you, it'd be a fly on the wall in that mediation, jeez. <laughs> yeah, mate, I think, um, who was it, Matty Johns come on uh, a couple of months ago, months ago, and he spoke about it, they, they hadn't spoke for years, they went to a lunch, and they had a few a few drinks, and then they just started uh, going off at it again, and then they reconnected their love here, and you know, their brotherly love, and oh, it's all happening across the ditch, hopefully Kempe, if he gets his... Well, arms around them. He'd be able to wrap his arms around both of them and uh, and, and just give him a little cuddle and, and sort that out because it's, uh, it's not what we need. It's, it's uh, you know, two champions. And they do a great job on the airways um, going at it. But uh, we'll, we'll watch it all unfold and see if Kempies can uh, see what's going on. But, mate, we've got a big show without the one and only Tony Kemp. We're going to be talking a bit of football later and old Max Crokem. He's a football uh, a goalkeeper for the All Whites. He'll be playing against uh, Sweden. And uh, who else we got? Qatar. Um, Qatar, that's it. In, in a couple of weeks' time. But he also played for Grimsley Town. And I know we're going to have a chat about that. Because I've just read 
he's turned them down. Yeah, so he's, he's a, a free elsewhere. agent. I, I would wow. suggest that that he wouldn't be turning them down if he didn't have somewhere to go, right? So yeah. I reckon he's got he's got a better offer. He's got big money offers, has he? Well, what are you thinking? Well, I mean, I don't. With, I, we'll ask him. We'll ask him. We'll ask him. <laughs> but I, you know, how good would it be if uh, Max Crokem, Crokem signed with old um, Hollywood FC Wrexham? <laughs> Oh, mate. What do you reckon? Look, look, there's there's a debate here we could have because we want to talk about that because we want to talk about the um, can't wait question, which is on um, Mark Ellison co buying into the Hollanders. This is happening more and more, isn't it now? It is. Potential for these clubs with a profile backer to take them to the next level. And that's what we're seeing more of, isn't it? Yeah, there's more and more of it happening. The last I heard, actually, there's a club in Essex called South End who have always been sort of a lower league club, a bit like Wrexham. And uh, the last I heard was that Ray Winstone, you know, the the, the English actor, he's uh, always mm. been in, you know, lots of something like gruff and he always talks like this and he's all right, son, I'm not going to sort you out. You know, like that. Uh, that that guy, well, he's leading a consortium that includes Dwayne The Rock Johnson to buy South End United. What? Yeah. That is, that is the latest story that's coming out. So maybe Ryan Reynolds has started a trend. Well, seeing what's happened with Wrexham and the value for that team, and particularly with Inter Miami, you know, bought yep. that for twenty five million. Now that's valued at six hundred million. Well, the potential was there. Like obviously, with the Hollanders and Mark Ellis buying into that, you really can't compare with you know New Zealand rugby team compared to a football team. But it's happening more and more. And we had uh, Boreham Wood uh, manager Luke Gerard on uh, a couple of years ago, and it was great. You know, they went on into the FA Cup and came so close but bundled out. Um, but um, it was awesome to, to watch that story and that journey. And it's going to be, we're going to be seeing it happening more over there. And, and um, you know, all these English clubs with so much potential. Like that South End club, what would that be bought for now? Oh, you'd probably get that for, it wouldn't cost you heaps. You'd have to pay off their debt, which might be probably more than the purchase of the club, but maybe sort of, you know. Yeah. One point six million pounds or something like that. One and a half million pounds. Wow! See, that's the, where the potential is. You look at the the upside. You go back and you see the history of the club. You know they'll they'll have a lot of history back in the day, but we don't know about it because all we know about is the relevant big clubs at the moment. But you look at the history, the situation, the fan base. You go and buy it. You know the stadium will probably be the same as um, Lutton Town. Luton Town, sorry, and that stadium that they've got there that's in, well, just surrounded by houses and, and state houses and you walk through this little corridor and you wow, there's a big paddock there in the middle of the field. So it's a cool story. I think that's what it's all about, isn't it, Rick Dog? Like the story behind this club, that's why they see it. And then obviously you grow the club, you, you start getting results, the value will go skyrocketing and through the roof. It's, uh, it's awesome. Has he got any money left, though? Because XFL didn't do so well in the new one. No, it didn't do too well, but, uh, you know, it's a slow grower. It's a slow grower, mate. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. What do you think of that? What do you think of the XFL? Are you a fan of it? Obviously, this is the NFL uh, opposite. Obviously, if you don't make the NFL, you play in the XFL. Um, Yeah, I mean, the thing with American sports is they don't often have what we'd call, I mean, baseball aside, but they don't really often have a feeder league. 
You know, they don't have somewhere that they can go to. That if you want to be a pro and you don't make it first time, you don't really have anywhere to go. So it offer yeah. it, it does offer that. And if you're a club owner of that, and you sign the right players who maybe didn't make it first time around uh, to contracts and and get them playing well enough that NFL clubs come sniffing, it could be a viable business model. You know, the XFL. Uh, I've just been having a look too, Izzy. Uh, South End, I got it slightly wrong. Uh, valued at four point eight million pounds, based on turnover of six point two million. Uh, Wrexham was bought for two million pounds. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney. It's gone up in value by three hundred percent. So it means it's now worth six hundred million pounds. Uh, oh. <laughs> Because of the commercial yeah, turnover and everything that they've got going on. Uh, and the other one is, you know the actor Michael B. Jordan? Yes. Yeah, yep. yeah he's a part owner of Bournemouth now. See, is this where the, is this where the clubs are going to now? Like this is, like seeing what um, Wrexham have been able to do, 300% turnaround, yeah. now valued at 600,000 600, million pounds. 600 million pounds, sorry. Like, and that just comes down to big wigs, people with a following, people that have a lot of uh, power within the community. Is it like a social media presence? A world presence? Yeah. This is where this comes from. You know, obviously they got the results. They they made the next league. That helps as well. But people know them because of Ryan Reynolds. And that show, That's right? why they know this. And the show. You know, the Netflix. So it's a... It's a it's a master. It's a master class from those guys. And now we've got your can't wait question, which we should rip into because is this similar? Are we going to see the Highlanders head in this direction? Yeah. All right, let's go there. Kez? You're right. It's Kez is talking. Guess who Kez is talking to at the moment on Messenger? Who is he? Kempe. Boys, Tony Kemp <laughs> has just sent me a video and he's just – He's going to bed now. I'll put it that way, Dagger. He's he's at a very, very, uh, a, a very welcome home. I'll say to Newcastle, but oh, he sent me a video, and I was going to try play the audio, but it's uh, not appropriate for six thirteen a.m. New Zealand time. So we'll leave that there. Good night, Kempy. Good night, Kempy. Indeed. Oh my gosh, Tony, Tony, go to bed, mate. If you wonder where Tony is, he's over in Newcastle. He's on holiday. And uh, it's Ricardo and myself with Kez. We're going to hold the fort down. We've got a big couple of hours ahead. But it's, uh, it's time for this. Can't wait question of the day. Who would you want to own your club? Mark Ellis is bought into the Highlanders. <laughs> he is an absolute legend in Highlander territory. So who would you want to own your club? Is it you're a crusader? Through and through and through, or maybe maybe it, I don't know if anybody can own a rugby union in terms of Hawks Bay, but I mean, who would you want to come in and and, and own your club? That is our can't wait question of the day: double eight double three or 811 Who would you, who would it be for you? Oh, look, um, look, I don't. Oh, it's not something that I'd be um, passionate or keen about. Um, I. I I want to talk about the the Mark Ellis situation. If mm. so, if I wanted someone to own a club with me, it has to be someone that has a passion, has roots within the club, or or has genuine support to grow this club to, and take it to a next level. And that's where I see with Mark Ellis, Tane Randall, and Josh Blackie. They've gone and created this this 
a consortium and a bought 11% stake in the Highlanders. Now, what do I see with this? Well, I see when you think of those three men, particularly Tehran or Mark Ellis, you think of Highlanders Otago greats that have won MPC titles that have gone close to winning the Super Rugby Championship. So they've got real roots within the club. And then when I see that as well, I think, you know, as a player, you'd be like, man, I'd, I'd probably be quite keen to be a part of that club and want to be, you know, still myself with this club. So I, this is a great move from from the Hollanders to be able to encourage these guys that have been there and, and done some, so much for the region, but probably gone away from the roots because they've been on business opportunities around the world to bring them back to the club and try and lift this club from, you know, pretty pretty devastating state at the moment if we're hearing about the players that are leaving it at the moment mm. well these um, investors might bring new ideas encourage people to be a part of this club reconnecting to their community their roots and their connection with uh, the southern area and I think it's a great move so for me if I wanted someone to come and buy me a club or, or be a part of this club it has to be someone that is similar that they have to have roots within this club they have to have a love and a passion for this club and they have to they have to be willing to work extremely hard to to make this club successful, and um, you know just go that extra mile. So I don't have any names to rattle off, but if I was going to buy the Hawks Bay Magpies, you know who would I who would I look for? I'd look for a guy like Michael Johnson, MJ, who's a, a legend in Hawks Bay. If you know from Hawks Bay, MJ played millions of games for the clubs down there and Hawks Bay Rugby. Who else would you want to uh, have a look at? You know the greats, um, Davis Norman. You know he's a uh, he's a good second five in Hawks Bay. Like just people that are real connected to the club, Rick Dog. I think mm. that's that's where it starts. But within saying that, you know Ryan Reynolds had nothing to do with the club. No, he didn't. <laughs> he's just seen an opportunity, so it works both ways. He didn't, but he he did have business acumen, right? I mean, Aviator Gin mm. is one of his businesses, you know, so he's done that, um, and he's an ambassador for lots of other companies. So, I mean, he managed to get TikTok on board as a sponsor. You know, before they okay. before they had TikTok yeah. on board, they didn't even have TikTok. Now they've got like six, something like 600,000 followers or something uh, on TikTok, Wrexham, uh, and Wrexham are now sponsoring them for £1.1 million a season, Right, so they they they're getting seen on the on the front of the shirts, which is nothing for TikTok, right? Money, but before they had TikTok, they had uh, some local company in Wrexham who made trailers was on the front of the yeah. shirt. I mean, that's the difference in level we're talking about, yeah. right? And the other thing about Mark Ellis that we haven't talked about is not only is he a Highlanders legend, but he's got business acumen and he's got ideas. Yeah, you know, he started Charlie's yeah. from nothing, big juice company, sold that. Uh, you got Tane has got the the the, uh, the law degree. He's he, you know he's, uh, been a successful business lawyer as well. So you got guys who are not only passionate and and have ties, but actually have experience on the right side of the business as well. Yeah, that that makes it hundred percent. That's what you need down. That like their ability to bring people, bring businesses to the to the table. When they're at those meetings down there, that that'll work wonders for them. Mark Ellis, Tane Randall, Josh Blackie, who's up in Auckland at the moment, isn't Josh Blackie with the Blues at the moment? I thought he wasn't he with uh, wasn't he like a player rep? Wasn't he the pro- yeah p- 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 like pro- p- professional players association rep, something like that? Mm. Yeah, There's something like that. But um, no, nah, mate, great move by the Landers. Honestly, I think this is an opportunity now. They really need to pounce on this and, and try and encourage players to come down there. How are they going to do it? 
well, look at look at the the way the Wrexham have gone about it. They've made it a fun, enjoyable place to go and live. I don't know what's Wrexham like as a place to live. Uh, anywhere around those areas isn't very nice. Obviously, the weather's poor over there, but you know, like they've done something to encourage people to be a part of the story. That's what this is about. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think they already had a fan base, but what they've done is they've re-engaged yeah. the casual fan that lives in that town, and they've given them something to be proud of. You know what I mean? You know, here's a here's a team that you can be proud of that you can own, and the the people that maybe followed them casually, they're they they're drawing back in to the team and drawing back in, and so you know that's I think uh, they were getting I think this stadium holds about ten thousand, and they were getting about four and a half five thousand a game, and then when they took over it went up to six and a half, and now it's kind of they're pretty much selling out every week. If you think of our five Super Rugby teams, Rick Dog. Mm-hmm. And you think of the the opportunities there, which of the five do you feel like need a genuine boost or something to happen? Maybe a former players or some sort of business investment from outside do you think really needs it? So the Landers have done that. Yeah. They've gone out, sold their state ten percent stake. So you've got the Blues, you've got Chiefs, Crusaders, Hurricanes. I out of those four. Yeah, I would. Uh, you know what I'd really like to see? I'd like to see somebody actually go and take a majority share of the Blues, take it by the scruff of the neck, give it a good shake up, and sort it out because it's not. It's it's better than it was, but it's not at the potential it could be for the size of the city it's in and everything else that it's got going for it. It's not quite cooking. Mm. But the potential for that club is enormous, isn't it? Like you think yep. biggest city in New Zealand. Probably got the biggest player base in the country and, you know, like the commercial opportunities there to be involved with the club are enormous and there's so much potential there. And I think on the other side as well, I could see a lot with the Hurricanes, the Hurricanes region, the Hurricanes rugby union down there in Wellington. It's, um, yeah, if I was going to look at a club to potentially do a consortium with, with the players that have been on offer, the players that played the game, the business now, says, you know, you've got Conrad Smith, who's a lawyer, you've got Victor Vito, who's studied mm. law, uh, you've got Matt Anunu, who's probably the biggest marketing player that's ever played the game, you know, for, for the Hurricanes. Tana Umanga. You know, the players are there. The potential is 100% there. Love it. Love it, good, yeah. Good chat. Yeah, keep keep your thoughts coming through. Double eight, double three is the uh, the text line. Double eight, double three, or oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. And uh, we'll be back with your calls after this. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. Breathe easy with Vicks Vapo Shower Tablets, five pack from Chemist Warehouse, now only $17.99. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. It's 6.27 here on SENZ, 0800 or double eight double three is the text line for the Temper and Bedpost text machine. Temper and Bedpost range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. Our can't wait question of the day, with Mark Allison Co. buying into the Highlanders, if you had a choice for your club, for any owner you could get, who would you take? Double eight double three or 0800 150811. Uh, this one from Jason and Tauranga. As a Blues fan, I'd love Elon Musk. Just cause. <laughs> well, he's got the money. Certainly that'd be, uh, nothing would be an object after that. I mean, he has managed to turn a Twitter into, you know, worth about a third of what he paid for it. But, you know, outside <laughs> of that. <laughs> oh, Elon Musk. 
Must be nice, eh? Having all that cash. <laughs> Warriors, Dane Coles, Sir Peter uh, Leach and Tony Kemp. There you go. Uh, another one here from John. I'm a Hurricanes fan. Would like Conrad Smith and Victor Vito to buy in. Smart men. I think they got both got a law degree leads from the front. Sets a great example from John. Yep, we touched on that before. And also add that Martin Ornu inclusion in. He's got a real uh, connection with the community and the people. And obviously you need someone that's well, a big name in rugby. Can do a lot of the marketing around the around the place. So look, there's a lot of potential there, and it's great to see former players being involved with their clubs and getting back into it. Mark Ellis and Tane Randall leading the way with the Hollanders. Could there be a day where you see this potentially happening with more clubs? You know, the Hurricanes, the Crusaders, the Crusaders. I think it'll be a difficult one. I think when you think of all the clubs. No, I'm not being biased because I play for them, but when you think of all the clubs, do you feel like their club? Have got 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 it going on, you know. Got got everything in the right places there, Rick Dog. If you think of the all the clubs, you think they've got everything going for them. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing is you want somebody who's got the passion, like we said, like a Mark Ellis, but also somebody with a bit of nous, a bit of know how. Um, and that that is the biggest thing. That's the hardest thing to find. It's a combination of those two things, right? Because it's easy to find somebody who's passionate. Otherwise, every fan who wins lotto would be buying a club. But it's actually how you how you run things and how you get things ticking over and how you attract sponsors, how you keep the fans happy, how you attract players. Mm. So yeah, there's a lot to it. I mean, I, I'm sure. If we got him on to talk about this, Mark Robinson, the Warriors owner, you know, he comes from a background outside of sport in Ortex, but a passionate Warriors fan, decided to buy the club. And, uh, you know, we all know that he had a few uh, issues. He, you know, it was quite public in the way that he ran things, and it didn't always look particularly flash. But I reckon he's learned a heap, you know. And if you ask, you know, if you talk to him about, from when you bought the club to now, what have you learned and how have you changed your approach? I reckon it would be absolutely massive. He would have learned lots. He would have learned heaps about the, about the passion, the people. And yes, he's done some things wrong in the past. And, and, and you you know, sometimes the way that he's handled a whole lot of things hasn't been the right way. But you can't underestimate his passion uh, for the club. And, and when you're investing a whole lot of your own money into a club, you know, you, you want returns. And it's taken time. They've had to do a few little bit of teething out in, in, in the club, but I feel like we're in the in the right direction there. And what are the one thing I love about the Warriors fans will be out there listening. Like, what is it? Well, why are you so passionate passionate about this club? Like, I want to know because I've been I've been a part of rugby for a very long time, but this is different. The passion that you show for your club. And for your, you know, your players, your community is different, man. And I want to know what it is. Why is it and what it is about this Warriors club that you love so much that you will go back no matter what. They get hiding a couple of years ago. They were getting pumped, but you still turn up. I want to know. Yeah, if you're a Warriors fan, let us know. 0800 150 or if that matter, you're a fan of any club. Who would you like in charge? I tell you what, there'd be a few Wellington Phoenix fans who would love Tim Brown 
to buy into the club and be involved. Uh, you know, former player, mm. now owns all birds. He set that up, started it from scratch, massive shoe business now. He'd be uh, he'd be a dream owner if you're a football fan and a fan of the Wellington Phoenix. So keep coming out at us with your ideas, Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. That is our can't wait question of the day with Mark Allison Co. Taking a stake in the Highlanders, who would you like to see take over your club? Time to catch up with the latest in news and sport with Aroha. Here she is. Thanks to Kubota, we are building and shaping New Zealand.